It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 through the fan of Dallas, your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 through the fan of Dallas. He is also the co-host of uh, the Dallas Cowboys pre- and post-game show on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And uh, he's also the co-host of the draft show, which is now out of season. Uh, you know, uh, Brian, did you find yourself now that we're in the, the wake of the draft? Did you find yourself this week feeling a little empty inside, feeling a little football empty? Yeah, I was a little football empty, but I have to introduce you too. This is Bobby. You Belt, don't have to. I do. Bobby <laughs> Belt of Sean and RJ, uh, 532 10, Monday through Friday on 1053. The fan, uh, he is also the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he is the uh, in- insider for 105.3, the fan for uh, for us, for the Dallas Cowboys. He also is on the draft show. He also is on this great podcast, which you folks have so graciously allowed us to continue to have success with. So, Bobby, to answer your question, yes, I am having uh, some dra- – I-, I tell you what's happened. I've I've got to the point now where I go home and I'm thinking – and I've got so used to – being able to listen to games on the radio, like whether it's the stars or the nabs at the time, or I got so used to listening to games and I started with uh, my, uh, with my other subscriptions and stuff to kind of find games. And so I sit in there instead of watching them, I listened to them because I was watching tape at night. So I'm listening to games, watching tape. And now it's just listening to games. It's like I'm like 1957. Like uh, you, you uh, still haven't you haven't come into the modern age and watched the games again. I, I haven't started no. back watching the games. I'm fascinated <laughs> by uh, the games, like in uh, Sacramento and, and Golden State at the time. I was listening to those games. I find myself not even watching them. I listen to sports on the radio like I'm a old man that I am. How about that? Yeah, like listening to uh, you were you seen a Christmas story? Were you like listening to the Little Orphan Annie radio drama? Yeah, yeah. Was, this, sponsored yeah. by Oval the Team and Geritol. Yeah, only the shadow knows, and so yeah, that, <laughs> and, and yeah, it, it's but there's there's a there's a little bit of uh, you know it's funny about you know working in radio like we do, but there's there's a little bit of and this is going to sound corny, but there's a little romance to it. There's sure. a little romance to the guys and gals that do this, that cover these teams that talk about the teams and are part of the radio broadcasts. And it makes it almost like I've got to the point now listening to baseball where I with I could hear if it's a hit or not by the crack, the bat just, you know, and if mm. I can tell if it's a, if it's like a weak hit or it's like, Oh, that one's got a chance or that's a base hit. But I've got to the point now where, and I listened to like hockey. I can tell by the way the, the, the voice of the announcer as it goes, the crescendo of it gets louder, 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 louder. Oh, the, the puck's loose. Oh, goal! you know, and you're so you kind of could you get a rhythm with the way that the uh, 
the way the the call is is being made. So there's something special about that. But yeah, I haven't gone back to watching sports mm. yet. I just listen Man. to it now. You'll 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 come back into the modern era soon enough. I will eventually, but not anytime we, soon. We have uh, we have Cowboys rookie mini camp yeah. coming up this week, and uh, for those of you watching this on the YouTube, you can drop in the comments section the Cowboys rookie you're most intrigued by heading into rookie mini camp this week. But just as a quick reset for us, Brian, explain what rookie minicamp is, what all they'll be doing, and then we'll dive into, once we have an understanding of what rookie minicamp is, the guys that we'll have an eye on this week and the things that we'll be looking out for. Well, under different administrations, it meant different things. I remember being out there working for DallasCowboys.com during the Jason Garrett administration. And uh, and this was Des Bryant's. I want to say this was Des. Might have been Des Bryant's first year, second year. I mean, it was, it was his first year. So rookie year where he got sick. Where he got sick. And so yeah. yeah, camp camp means something to different people. And 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 the the way they compete in camp means something different. And there was a time where like you, they would go out, they would get all the draft picks. They'd have a, a few selected uh, veteran players that maybe were practice squad guys that they would invite to camp or put a, be a part of camp, and then they go out and get a bunch of guys they were you know looking to like work out or try out guys, and there used to be like real competition, like you would see like kind of one on one whether it be pass rush, whether it be uh, wide receivers corners, you saw them actually running plays against the defense. Under the Mike McCarthy administration, it's a lot different process. And I and I just in watching it, it was always more about teaching. It wasn't so much about competition or seeing if uh you know if, if so and so could cover, you know, could uh you know can uh Junior Fajoko, you know, blow by somebody on the pass rush, you know, could Overshawn, is he gonna cover uh, is he going to cover Deuce Vaughn out of the backfield? You know, you're going to see that one-on-one stuff. It's completely different with this crew. This is more about teaching. And where you see more competition is the actual mini camps itself when the veterans get with the rookies. You know, and, and we only have the opportunity where they have three days of it they use. Well, they only let us watch like Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday they, they send us on our way. So, it's it's a totally depending on the staff. It's a totally different approach. Again, Jason Garrett administration. It was like wow, Des Bryant's out here throwing up, and then you know, oh, Micah Parsons is just kind of standing here, like getting coached by former coach George Edwards on where he needs to line up. And there's you know, it, it's 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 now what you will see is what you can learn is where guys might line up. That part of it, you 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 can. Uh, get from the the from the from the rookie mini camps. So with that in mind, then uh, where guys might line up? Did I ruin your? Did I ruin no, no, your no. approach today with this? Uh, no, that's 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 the approach that's what, I was. Am I, am I wrong? Am no, I wrong? no, no, no. You're right. That's and that's exactly how I want. I just wanted to set that up so people had an understanding of it because yeah. I still think there are things worth learning this week, things worth seeing, and things worth knowing yeah. based off of even that being the rookie mini camp. The first thing that I'm interested to see uh, based off of that definition, Brian, is what kind of work, what kind of coaches, which position coaches are working with DeMarvey and Overshone? Is he 
a lot of pass rush training? Is he working closely with Scott McCurley? Um, are there going to be secondary coaches walking in, talking to him about some safety stuff? Yeah. Uh, I'll be very interested to see how many different coaches are working directly with Overshone, what all they're teaching him. Uh, does Adam Dirty step up? Is he teaching him stuff about trench work, if they're going to use him as a pass rusher? I think that's something to watch out for this week. No, I, I think you're right. And, and to me, that you know, there 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 are things you can get ideas from of where guys might be might be placed. And and you could also get the idea too of, you know, and, and like I say, there's not a lot of uh there's not a lot of that uh that uh you know that one on one stuff where you could kind of say, okay, well, so and so looks good. You know, now you could get the drills and things like that, the movement and some of the things. You could also see where guys are lining up on special teams that maybe they'll have an idea. You know, maybe you'll get an idea about with Deuce Vaughn. Do they think Deuce Vaughn could be a punt returner? Do they think Deuce Vaughn could be a kickoff return guy? You know, do they, you know, where do they, where do they place, you know, some of these guys in order to, for you to get an idea of where they might, uh, you know, once that they get together with the uh, with the other with the veterans, and then you'll see them and how. But th- this to me is all about an acclimation period, and then you're right. How many different things are you going to see uh, from uh, from these guys when it comes to where they're lining up? You know, Mozzie Smith. Do you see him playing all one technique? Uh, you know that that inside uh, shoulder of, you know, the guard and the center right there, or do you see him playing some three, you know, do, they, are there's some other guys. And and I'll tell you what, we'll get an idea too about some of these other rookies that, you know, that were undrafted. And I, I know from a fact that a lot of these guys were on their draft boards, you know, the first guys they go after are these guys that were on their draft boards. So, you know, we'll see how, when they start throwing guys in, you know, how much they really feel like, okay, this is a guy that maybe we'd like to take a big look at when uh, we get the opportunity when we become a full team. You talk about Mozzie Smith. We heard from Will McClay about tweaks in his stance and how yeah. they, that that could get some pass rush ability that, that he wasn't able to get. Is that something we should be watching out for this week? Maybe seeing, does Adam Dirty have him working on, on different stances, working on, uh, you know, his hands a little bit? Are they, are they teaching him pass rushers? Do you think that a lot of what we'll see with Mozzie Smith, if we're keeping a keen eye on the coaching, that a lot of it's going to look like, ah, that looks like pass rush instruction more than anything else here? Yeah, I think you're on to something there. Now, the thing that you have to – the thing that it's hard for us as, you know, as the evaluators and, and you know, where they make us stand, if they put us along the, you know, near the building where – uh, we're near the weight room where they make a stand on that field right there. They have a grass field in the turf field and the defense and offensive linemen work way down at the other end of the field. Now you can get great evaluations of running backs. I mean, you'll get to see a lot of linebackers. Vaughn. You'll get, you know, overshone, you, you know, you'll get to see a lot of Deuce Vaughn, you know, uh, you know, that that's, that will be down at our end. But you better bring your field glasses or your binoculars if you're going to watch what's going on. And that's a good idea to remind me to, you know, if you really want to see what's going on. And there used to be a time during the pandemic with remember they put us on the top of the the weight room. So then you could really see, you know, like both fields, but you had a better shot of seeing all the way down the field, which or th- or if they work out in if if they work out in Ford Center, if they're inside, we're Ford in, Center's Ford Center's good too. 
Yeah, but McCarthy, we've learned this about McCarthy is he likes to get outside as much as he can. So if we catch a if we catch uh, some you know, some potentially bad weather, then you go inside to the Ford Center. But don't they have like the Country Music Awards thing going on at the Ford Center this next weekend? Yeah, but not not by uh, not not that day, not not by Friday or whatever it is that they get. Well, Friday, Saturday, we have to set up like stages and stuff. Like that's one of the great things about working for the Cowboys. You just never know who is going to show up at oh, the Ford we, Center. We, we, we saw them come home from for training camp last year, and they were working out around a graduation stage in the Ford Center. You remember yeah. that? The yeah. graduation stage was in the yeah. other. Now, there is a – we're a week out. But, Brian, <laughs> as I'm looking at it now, next Friday, there is a 60% chance of rain, thunderstorms, next Friday. So maybe maybe the weather forces us inside. One more thing that all I right, want- Get ready for this, Bobby. You know what's going to happen? We're all going to have to load up in our cars Friday, Saturday, or whenever the, the weather Go to AT&T. AT&T Stadium, where you and your daughter saw Ed Sheeran last night, right? Yeah, he was yeah. great. The, the nine-year-old loved it. She got very emotional for a lot well, of that. That's what I'm saying. I, I just <laughs> the, the, the Cowboys, they, they, they are not afraid to, uh, to take opportunity to showcase their, their – <laughs> Their indoor, their indoor practice facility they, for country they, music awards and stuff. This is they this do is great. They do love it. Uh, last, uh, last one that I'll be watching for uh, as we head into this. Uh, I, I'll be interested to see what all Mike Solari has. Awesome Richards doing. Yeah, because he told us that he was somebody who could play all five spots. So I'll be interested. Do we see him out there? Is he is he snapping the ball? Is he is he working both left and right, you know, pass sets? Is he working tackle guard? So I think that's another one that sure is there a lot we can glean by watching Luke Schoonmaker take instruction? Probably not, but I think there is. What kind of pass rush instruction is Mozzie Smith getting? What all coaches are working with Overshone, uh, Awesome Richards? How many different spots does it look like he's getting work at? I think these are the types of things that we'll be able to glean out of rookie minicamp. Yeah, you're right about that. You mentioned, you know, you mentioned Richards. Will, will there be any reps where he gets to play, maybe some guard? You know, and I, again, I, I think it's all, it's all going to be teaching stuff. It's all going to be alignment stuff. I, you know, it's not going to be anything about uh, competitive reps. Even though Nick Eatman always, uh, when I was at DallasCowboys.com, said I can make a walkthrough practice into an award-winning uh, a, a piece of work. Thanks to oh Dave yeah, you were like uh, you're like those those NFL. Oh, folks. I was I, I was a s- sensationalist. I can your, make- your your team can go five and eleven, and NFL films the the recap of the previous. There you go. And it sounded you, you were about to. You were this close to the Super Bowl. You were. You had. You had uh, one hand. You had one hand on the Lombardi as you were going five and eleven. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. That's but, that's but, you with the uh, the practice reports. You're right about that. But I, I I'm very interested in in seeing, uh, in in like you say, you know, you you mentioned like the Richards and Schoonmaker and and people like that. You know, uh, how about Hunter Lipke? You know, where where yeah. do you see? You know, will they will immediately Hunter Lipke be? Like a one back guy, you know, will they they'll show formations and working together? And will he be a fullback? Will he be a move guy? We've heard a couple of things. We, you mentioned, uh, you know, we talk about Overshone Fajoko, that three technique stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, how, much, how much does his work look like tackle versus edge work? Yeah. Yep. I mean, they've got a couple of guys too with Duriel Johnson. You know, physically, I think Duriel Johnson's going to look great. You know, and uh, Tyrus Wheat, who they got from Mississippi State, two of these guys I had on my draft board. Uh, you know, it's two guys I had in my top two ten 
uh, you know, that were that were signed as free agents. So there, I think that I think the the interesting parts of this practice could be on that defensive side of the ball, as you mentioned, with Overshone, Fajoko, Johnson, Wheat. Or I, I'm, you know, we'll see with Eric Scott. You know, I mean, it, the, you'll be impressed with Eric Scott, 6'1", 197, the movement stuff. I think when you watch him go through drills, I think he'll be a pretty solid player for you to look at. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.